in the work that we do as architects, landscape architects and designers, we take our clients through a set of phases, a set of stages, if you will. Typically that's concept, schematic, design development, construction documents. But our clients, while they might be on that journey with us in terms of what's physically produced or how the design typically evolves, they go through their own stages on a project. And today we're going to talk about those and how we can, in understanding them, market our firms better so that our potential clients see our value as design professionals. Episode 20 of the show is up next. Stay tuned. Giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace, and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients. This is From Architecture to Profitecture. I'm your host, Jay Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitechs, hello. How are you? Welcome to this week's show where we're talking about the four stages of your client's journey. Again, we're not talking about the actual design phases. We're talking about the journey that your client goes on from long before they meet you to that final sign-off uh, at, at the end of construction where you part ways until the next project, at least. Hey, David. David, tuning in from South Africa. Thank you so much for watching live. Appreciate that. So let's dive right into it. What are, the, what are these four stages that we're talking about? Well, before we, we get into any marketing speak, we need to go go way back and bring it down to an almost primal level and think about us as as human animals. What what are we what are we programmed to do at our very core, even before we sign sign a contract with an architect? Avoid pain, seek pleasure. Why are we talking about this on a, on a show about marketing a design firm, Jake? As as animals, way back way back in the recesses of our brain, the, those are kind of our two primary functions. Now, that could be as simplified as you know, eat when you're hungry, seek shelter when when it's cold or, or raining outside, and then in seeking pleasure, you want to have a home that's that's comfortable, a place to rest your rest your head at night. Um, it's it's family, it's reproduction, it's all that good stuff. And another layer to that, to that kind of those those primal needs that that we have as as people, some are external and some are internal. Meaning, some are of the physical environment, and some, and what I would say are the most important when it comes to marketing, are those internal, the emotional and the psychological triggers, psychological needs, um, psychological points that that we need to hit in our marketing so that it, it strikes a chord with, with potential clients, so that they see our value, not just in being able to provide a service, pay $5 here, get five sheets of drawings on, on the other side, but rather as a professional, as someone who brings value to the project, who brings insight, who can avoid roadblocks or can deal with, with struggles and different roadblocks as they come up. So, there's there's actually a, a process that, that I've learned through um, through a couple of coaches in in recent months that we can move through through these and and we can organize these four stages again thinking about 
pain and pleasure, external versus internal. And I want to walk you through those. I'll give you the overview first, and then we'll, we'll kind of we'll dig in and, and talk about it from a marketing standpoint, how our content and how things that we put out into the world as design firm owners and leaders can, can speak to each of those points. And again, make that connection with our potential clients. So at, at its, at its, at the 30,000 foot foot view, you would, you would start with the external pain, external pain that, that our clients, potential clients are feeling. You'd identify the internal pain points that those are triggering. Then you would look at the internal pleasure that they receive, the comfort that they receive, the resolution of their problem. And at the end of the day, and what we do as, um, stewards and creators of the built environment is, is to create that external pleasure, the finished product that brings so much joy to, to our clients and to us as, you know, as creative people, as creative professionals. So, um, so how do we do that? Let's, uh, let's start to dig into some examples of, of those four. First would be, um, the external pain point. Obviously this is, it, it's, it's very easy for us to, to understand. We've been trained to walk into a space and to identify things that are wrong, things that are out of proportion, things that systems that are failing, finishes that are dated or just worn or that need to be, you know, spruced up and, and replaced. So those, those are easy to identify. We've been trained to, to identify those. And often our clients bring those, those points to us. They, they talk about, fixtures that they don't like. They talk about colors and finishes that they don't like spaces that, that don't work for, for them as a growing family or as a growing business. And those are pretty easy to, to get a handle on. And often we, we tackle those in that first meeting or in that first site visit or in that initial phone call. But again, that's, that's after the marketing piece that has nothing to do with, um, in most cases, it has nothing to do with, with what we're putting out into the world as far as marketing material goes. Next, let's think about the internal pain. So when, when we're talking about spaces that don't that our clients know don't work for them or um, fixtures and, and finishes that, that we want to, to upgrade or replace or landscapes that have, you know, they've seen their time and, and things are just overgrown and, and, and need to be refreshed or cleaned out or drainage needs to be amended. What are the, what are the emotional pain points that they're feeling? And if you haven't gone through the exercise, I, I urge you to, whether it's blocking out an hour a week or whether it's taking scheduling a half a day once a month to, to sit and think on those and just do a brain dump, just write all those out, all those points that maybe clients from the previous month have brought to you emotions that they're feeling these are all every word that you put on the page in an exercise like that are are key words that can go directly into your marketing material. In fact, they they should be your you should be touching on them at some point. Why? Well, that's it shows a level of understanding beyond just here's what I've been trained to do, here's what I've done, here's a pretty picture of of all these these great spaces and places and buildings that I've created, it shows that you, you understand them as, as a person, because at, at the end of the day, and I've said it many times, you know, they're not hiring your degree. They're not hiring your portfolio. They're hiring you. They're hiring you as a person. You're making, you're making that connection human to human. 
Even B2B is still P2P. Even business to business is still person to person. There's still people, and I, I know we, we can't exactly uh, handshake as, as much as, as we used to in, uh, in recent months, but there's still that eye contact and that handshake and that friendliness and that connection that, that goes along with working through a, a design contract and working through the design process. So if you can start to understand their internal pain points and start to visualize and verbalize and put that into your copy, into your copywriting, and into the words that you speak on, on a video, on an online video or in a live stream, you have a much greater chance of making that connection even before you meet them in person. Even before you have that initial meeting, if you're showing that level of understanding, you know, the chances of, of getting the contract are so much greater. So that brings us to, to the third point, internal, internal pleasure. That's not, that's not the drawings that we produce. That's certainly not the, the work that's built in the end. That is understanding how they're going to feel when the project's done before the project's done. And communicating that, again, through, through words, potentially through pictures, um, maybe more like soccer photography rather than portfolio photography, and, and certainly through, through video or voice on something like a podcast, when you can speak to, to their end state, their end mental state, emotional, psychological, whatever you want to call it, if you can speak to that and paint that picture, then it's so much easier for them to, to see the value that you bring when the physical form comes into existence. And, and it's not just lines on a paper and it's not just pixels on a screen. So that's, that's almost as big, uh, if not bigger than identifying their, their pain points in writing or in, <clears throat> or in, in audio or video, paint that picture of, of how they're going to feel at, at the end of the job when, and, and we know everything doesn't go hundred percent smoothly or swimmingly as, as they might say. Um, but that you've been able to, to tackle those challenges and be able to overcome them and still maintain their vision and still provide the spaces and places that, that your client needs to not only survive, but thrive. Um, be speaking to, to, that, to that emotional state in, in your marketing. And then, of course, the, the, fourth, the fourth stage there is the external pleasure or the external outcome the comfort in, in the new space, the functionality in a new office space. Those, those are easy to document. And those are often all that, that a lot of design professionals put out as marketing. That's the portfolio piece. That's the Instagram post of the kitchen. And the quote is, who doesn't love a waterfall edge? And that's it. I like waterfall edges, yes. But you're missing three fourths of, of the client journey. So if all they have to go on is a pretty picture and maybe they're, and you know that their kitchen's not going to look like that because they're going to want all different things. They're going to want different cabinetry and fixtures and layout and all that stuff. If all they've got to go on is that fourth point, the external pleasure, and you haven't, you haven't addressed that you understand their pain points and, and that you, that you understand how working through this process with you is going to make them feel at the end of the day, well, what do they have to go on? Price, typically. That's all they've got left because if the emotional connection isn't there, well, then it's going to be 
you're going to be comparing kind of like you go on a website to compare cameras and you, you click compare and you've got two and you, you see everything uh, in, in order and then the price at the bottom. And if you're at that point with your marketing, well, they're going to go to price first, first, and probably that, that's going to be their, their main driver. So again, relying solely on your portfolio and leaving the emotion and, and psychology out of it leaves you open to, to, to being judged, to being, to, to having the decision made solely on, on price or on how fast you can execute the drawings again, which is not always the best thing for the client taking the, the lowest price option most likely isn't the lowest thing for the client, but, but that's all they've got left. So how do we do this? How do we move through the, these four stages in our marketing? Well, you've got to, you've got to think about answering all the questions. And I don't, I don't mean a list. I don't mean your, your boilerplate list when you go into uh, an initial meeting or, or a concept study of, of all those things that, that we tick off the box as design professionals to do our site analysis and our building program and our project brief. I'm talking about who, what, when, where, how, and why, you know, the simple questions. <laughs> so how, how do those bring us through, through those four stages? Well, so much marketing content that I see out there, it's either, well, it's either just a portfolio piece or it's talking about credentials and certifications and, and trainings. And my firm has been to business for 47 years. That's great and all. Or it's if you're on YouTube, it's a lot of how to content, how to how to content is is valuable. It can be valuable. But if it's the only piece of, of your marketing machine, if talking about the, the tenure of your of your principles and who they studied under, if, if that's all you've got for your marketing material, you're leaving so much um, behind you're, Again, you're not addressing all four stages of, of that client journey. So the why and the what lead to need to come before the how, when, and what if. Now, what, what do I mean by that? The why is, it's not just why they should choose you. It's, it's, it's also talking about, you know, how do you understand them as a person? How do you understand, again, those internal and yes, external, but mainly internal pain points that you, you connect to them as, as a design professional, but also as a person. And because you've chosen your niche and because you've chosen your, your ideal client or your, your target clientele, that you have a specific understanding of, of what's up here, not just what's out in the physical space, but how they're feeling, what they're thinking and, and what the next steps might be. That, that's especially so for those that have never hired an architect or a landscape architect or taken on a renovation project before or built a new home. And the what, that's not, that's not the, the drawings. That's not the, that's not the deliverables that we, that we produce as design professionals, but it's the process. The what is the process that, that we take them through. And as I've spoken about in, in previous episodes, giving a, branding that that process, um, putting it potentially more into layman's terms or to into terms of your client's industry in the case of a, you know, a commercial setting, that's that, that makes it so much easier for them to grasp. And that's before you get into that that whole list in, in your contract of, of all the deliverables that you're going to provide and and the, the, the milestones and all that good stuff. 
those come after that's the how that's the when in your scheduling and the what if that's of course you're starting to design um what i had been guilty of in starting my firm uh, almost five years ago now was in in working to to get a job um working starting to work through concepts at the initial meeting even before something was signed we we started talking about what if we started talking about moving you know doors and windows we started talking about taking taking certain grades down out in the landscape and giving away design for free thinking that 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 would seal the deal that that would get the that that would get the job but again as we spoke to earlier that's only talking about the external pleasure the external condition the external um you know resolution of their design problems without first making that connection and showing that showing why you are the are the designer or design firm for them tackling the why and the what before you get to the nitty-gritty of how when and and the, and the what if of a design concept that's going to help lead you through those four stages that's going to help you move from understanding their external and internal pain points getting them to the resolution helping them find external internal pleasure or comfort or whatever resolution it needs to be for their particular design project. So if you have any questions on that framework, I know it could be a new framework on, on how to look at, at your marketing materials. And, and it certainly goes above and beyond just presenting portfolio pieces and just talking about the, the finishes and talking about um, the construction costs. We're talking about the, the, expertise and training and certifications of, of your staff or, or yourself, um, reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it further with you in direct message, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram at Jake Krakowski. And until next week, make it a great week because our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit profitexturebydesign.com slash podcast.